I'm Grace Eubank. And I'm Ryan Beck. We are married. So now we're putting our marriage to the test with a podcast. This is Falling in Love with My Wife. This is what I love about you. What? On deck Cheez-Its. Oh, yeah. We always have on deck stuff. Things mm-hmm. on deck. There's always a second item. Yeah, there's always something on deck. Always. Yeah. I don't think we've ever run out of anything. No, we haven't. <laughs> it's always right there. You went to the store today, and uh, which is unusual. As we all know, I love to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, I had we had like some stuff ready for the meal we were going to prepare, but then like we'd be out, so I needed to get have you get a few things yeah. to be on deck for it's, next time. I mean, it's great, it's great. This is why I let you. Well, I don't let you. This is why it's great that you go to the store and like to go to the store because I'm not going to get that stuff. Yeah, I, I, my list and I I think very short term. Yeah, I don't you know do. if that's an inherently male thing to do, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty short term when it comes to food. Yeah, me too. <laughs> As I tried to like stifle the burp from my We both seltzer. burped at the same time. <laughs> oh, it just for the record, we're eating uh Cheez Its extra toasty. Yeah, which is just like they messed up, but they're good. I like the extra toasty. I feel like they put a little more salt on them. Uh I don't know. They're burnt. And I like I like that. They're burnt and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um can I circle back to a conversation we had like a couple days ago? Sure. It was about the most amazing person because it was someone on TV. <laughs> oh, it was The Bachelor. The, yeah. One of the contestants was like, Matt is the most amazing person I've ever met. And I'm like, that's not who you want to marry, first yeah. of all. Also, no way that he is. We don't have to get into The Bachelor, right, right, but right, it's right. like this guy, so weird. Yeah, he's not really an amazing guy. He kisses with his eyes open. Yeah. That, that We're not alone, getting into it. Whatever. But- you're not the most amazing person no. I've ever met. I know, and we you're agreed. not th- the yeah. most amazing person I've ever met. No. And I don't think that you want to marry that person. Mm-mm. I'm not interested. No. This is like the same thing that I was saying about my calling my wife my best friend. It's like an yeah. honorary title. You're my best friend. Yeah. You're my I th- best friend. I don't know. I think uh, amazing isn't like the uh, adjective I'm looking for in a spouse. Yeah. Like uh, you're kind. Yeah. You're and kind. you're funny. And you're funny. <laughs> Thank you. And you're smart and nice. That's where I was going. And I think that you are amazing, but I wouldn't say that you're like... The um, most amazing the person. Mo- who's the most amazing person you've ever met? Okay, well, this is not someone I've met, but I was like, okay, the, if I had met this person, this would be the most amazing person I've ever met, who is um, like Leland Melvin, who is... Um, the astronaut. An astronaut who is like also in the NFL, like overcame um, all of these like different injuries, both in the NFL and in space. Space, um, you know, or training. This is the guy you read the training book. for space. Yeah, and yeah. like he's just very cool. I think he's really great. I encourage everyone to read his memoir, which is like uh, really fascinating because he's just like, yeah. And then I also went to a published the- author as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, he's like, and then I like graduated number one in my class, and then I was in the NFL, and then I joined NASA. Um, and it's like, <laughs> like, but it's very charming because he's. It's not annoying. Yeah. So, right. Right. I met Donald Glover once. Yeah. I don't want to marry him. That's an amazing He's guy. He's a pretty amazing guy. Yeah. There's all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Anybody that meets the president, it's like, well, I guess my husband's no longer the most amazing person that I yeah. met. I met the president. Right. You know? 
That's, so anyway, that's I just good, wanted yeah. to bury the hatchet on us not being the most amazing persons. No, that we've if ever anyone met. has married the most amazing person that they've ever met, I'm interested. Meet more people. No, I'm interested about that, and like, is that is their spouse like feel the same way? Yeah, and maybe. or are they just like so bored? Maybe the Obamas can say this. Maybe. 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 But they've Be- met a lot of people. They've met a lot of people. They've met George Clooney. They have met George Clooney and Amal, who's and even more amazing and than Malala. George. And Malala. And that poet that was on the news. Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman. Yeah. And all kinds of people. Yeah. But also people that we've... Like, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Well, I wanted to bring up real quick um, mm-hmm. last week's topic about body or mind because we got... A listener email, and that listener is my mother. <laughs> yeah, this was a very funny. Yeah. Please read um, this. Okay, so she responded, You won't be surprised to learn that I'm in Grace's corner on the choose your body deal. Oh my gosh, to be able to eat anything I wanted without consequences. Who wouldn't choose that? You're right, Ryan, in that not knowing when you're sick is a drawback, but maybe never feeling sick means that you don't feel sick because you never are sick. With this stellar body program that lets you choose your body type and eat what you want, surely immunity to everything is included in the package. Here's why I wouldn't choose Smarter Brain, Faster Reader. If I read any faster, they'd have to make books out of asbestos because I burn them up. (laughs) You don't want to burn asbestos. (laughs) No, asbestos is it's a flame retardant. Oh. Uh, there you go. Okay. Then she said, I read Bob Woodward's 452-page rage in six hours one day. That's crazy. She, she's a faster reader no than kidding. me. Secondly, if you're light years smarter than your friends, you'll find them boring. You won't be able to find anybody intelligent enough to hold a conversation with, and then you'll be a sad, lonely brainiac. Nobody <laughs> will get your jokes because they'll all be so nuanced or referenced to something beyond the public's ability to relate. Last of all, when somebody writes a book about me someday, a beautiful mind is already taken. So my biography will have to be called A Beautiful Body. So I have to go with that option. That's great. Yeah, and I totally Thank you, agree listener, with her. Annette. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought asbestos was something you didn't want to burn, but it's something you don't want to build schools out of. Yeah, I think it's a lung... Uh, lung problem. Lung, you get lung problems from it. I see. Okay, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Now I learned something new. Mm-hmm. Twice as smart. Twice as smart. So I had a lot of fun doing the hypothetical, and I think we should do another one today. I agree, and I have one right here. Wow, what a coincidence. Okay. This one's a, a fun one. Ooh, a f- okay, good. <laughs> we would we would hate to not have fun on the podcast. Well, it's, it's bizarre. Okay. Here we go. You ready? I am ready. Are you ready? Yes. You work in an office, performing a job that you find satisfying and which compensates you adequately. The company that employs you is suddenly purchased by an eccentric millionaire who plans to immediately raise each person's salary by 5% and extend an extra week of vacation to all full-time employees. However, this new owner intends to enforce a somewhat radical dress code. Every day, men will have to wear tuxedos, tails, and top hats. During the summer months, male employees will be allowed to wear gray three-piece suits on casual Fridays. Women must exclusively work in formal wear, preferably ball gowns or prom dresses. Each employee will be given an annual $1,500 stipend to purchase necessary garments, but that money can only be spent on work-related clothing. The new regime starts in three months. Do you seek employment elsewhere? Interesting. Interesting. So basically, the idea is that I'm getting a 5% raise and a week more of vacation. Mm-hmm. 
and fifteen hundred bucks because I have to wear a tuxedo every day. Mm-hmm. That's the trade off. At a job that you like, and at a, I work in an office performing a job that I find satisfying and con- compensates me adequately. And now I'm getting a raise and a week's vacation, mm-hmm. but the catch is that I have to wear a tuxedo. Yeah. Or you have to wear ball gowns. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll jump right in. I'm doing it. You're sticking with the company? Yeah. I kind of think- At least to start. I Yeah. See, at least to start. That's the thing that I'm thinking too is like, okay, I probably would do this for- like a month or two and like get my free tuxedos, <laughs> you know. I feel like I would stick it out for six months and see what's up. I think you'd have to be wearing the same tuxedo every day if you're only getting 1500 bucks that's, annually. That was my other thought, that that's not a lot of money uh, you're getting for like formal wear. You're getting maybe two tuxedos, unless you do what I did for the wedding and oh, go to yeah. Lord & Taylor and get a tuxedo jacket for, what was it, 35 bucks? Yeah. As or no, that was 19 bucks, and the whole suit that I got was 35 bucks. Yeah. You, you gotta just got to go, go to a going out of business sale. 90% off of whatever it was already marked down on. Mm-hmm. That's great. Right. I love when places go out of business. <laughs> I wish every place was going out of business all the time. Well, sadly, kind of true. <laughs> then where are the deals? I know. I, I like know. when you go to a, sh- a store and they're going out of business and they're even like trying to sell the shelves that mm-hmm. things are on. You ever been in one of those? Yeah. What? What was that? I remember <laughs> my family. There was like a... a did your dad buy the shelves? He bought the shelves. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. We have like it was like the rag shop, which is like a craft store. I didn't know people actually bought the shelves yeah, they when they tried the- to sell the shelves. Yeah, and my dad like we also had like a shopping cart for some reason, probably to transport the shelves at one point. Oh wow. But I remember like having to spend like multiple afternoons at this closed down rag shop. Cuz you had to get the shelves. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So annoying. Wow, I always <laughs> thought it was—it was always like a, a distant dream of mine to be like, "What if I bought the shelves? How hilarious would that yeah. be?" Yeah. And here I am, married to someone who has per- been part of the purchasing of the yeah. shelves. Yeah. That's amazing. It's pretty crazy. It is. But when crazy. things shut down, uh, like when they close down, go out of business, the first thing they do is they're like five percent off, and you're like, "This is yeah, ball. yeah." Like what? Are and you, you got to hold out, and then of course there's the risk. You run the risk that you know the things you want will sell out. But mm-hmm. um, once it's like 60 percent off, that's when I move in. I mean, yeah, I think that's a pretty that's pretty solid because then yeah. you're still gonna get the first pick. Seventy mm-hmm. percent, mm-hmm. you know, I'm buying stuff I don't need. 80%, 90%. Yeah. I mean, it's Anything just everything is already on. on the floor at that yeah. point. Yeah. I remember going into that Lord and Taylor. Oh, and my God. And it was God. like people were, this is pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. So people are just running through, just ripping things off. It felt like a, like some kind of crazy house. Yeah. That was, was not That was not a great <laughs> Some example. kind of crazy some house. Some kind of crazy house. And that, <laughs> you say, everyone think of something funny and that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of crazy house. People are just running through, ripping things off. Like, oh, it this was doesn't wild. fit. Throw it immediately down on the ground. Yeah. yeah there was, was just like shoe boxes with mismatched shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, it was wild. You had, we were there for hours and we hunted. I didn't even go to like, I looked at like one of the floors for women's clothing and then bailed because I was like, this isn't even going to be fun. We've already spent three hours the in The women's men's. section was nuts. It was nuts. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Horrible. So I had fun shopping with you because it was also like a lot easier for men's sizes because it's actually like numbers that correspond yeah. to yeah. 
and uh, actual measurements. Right. And and I got very lucky though to get a what was like a two hundred and fifty dollar tuxedo jacket for nineteen bucks. Yeah. Pretty cool. Which you then Which then I had would have to wear to work every day. Yeah. If I um I like dressing up. I like dressing up too. I'm sure it would get old. I think it would get old after about a month. But I see, think I think like, I would oh, prefer that over like having to wear business casual. Or but like see, business yeah, I would prefer like to wear. You typically, have to wear it in an office. You think yeah, that this I is work in a casual office, but um, yeah, I would. I don't know. I don't like any of the clothes that are considered like business clothes. What are business clothes for women? Um, it would be like dress pants or skirt and pantsuit, like a pantsuit and um, a blouse. Women, you heels or like a, a fancy you don't have boot. A great office. I mean, men just wear pants and shirts, and they're just different right. colors. So I, if I had to, like, go to an elevated dress code, I'd rather go all out and have some, like, fun right, big skirts and stuff. I mean, you're getting one ball gown for 1500 bucks. Well, no, I could do better. You could do better, but yeah. still, that's not a huge stipend. I think I'm doing it for a month, and then I'm quitting to keep my new clothes. Yeah, I think I could do. I think I would hold out longer and maybe do six months. Five percent's not enough money to stick around in that kind of. No, but if it's like a job that you like. I've never liked working in an office. That's true, but it says that you do. It says that you do. I'm probably about ready to quit my previous (laughs) office job, and they'll say, "We'll give you more money in a tuxedo," and I'd be like, "Okay, I'll just quit at Christmas." (laughs) Whatever. See, in this scenario, though, it says that you like it. I find it satisfying. You find it satisfying. You've never found it satisfying in real which life. Compl- and it compensates me adequately, which I suppose is like, I don't know. It means know. you feel your pay is fair. You're not like, oh my God, I'm like raking it in for no reason, but you're also not wanting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It would be really funny to be stealing toilet paper and tuxedo. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, all the like nick and pens. <laughs> Erasers, all the all the fun office supplies right. that you take from office jobs. What have you taken from your office jobs? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. When I was like a young young man, yeah, you're like I don't have any. I need some. I'll take a roll. Do <laughs> <laughs> like the big industrial rolls? No, no, oh. like regular. Okay. Kleenex box. I've taken that. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's got a pen in their bag or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just happens. That happens. Um, but yeah, I would say that the big ticket items that I've taken from work knowingly, mm-hmm. toilet, toilet paper and Kleenex. Yeah. Paper products. Paper products. As a That's young, great. this is early twenties. Yeah. I mean, we're hearkening back to the illegal, you know, a banana thief. Oh yeah. I'm a Kleenex toilet paper thief. Yeah. I needed I would, these things. I when would you're take, making um, no money and yeah. I'm working overnight shift. I was like, I'm shoving Kleenex in my book bag. Yeah. That's fine. I would um I wouldn't do it from work, but I would take toilet paper from like a restaurant. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What just restaurant. Like, I don't. I just like remember being at like a bar or a restaurant and being like, oh my gosh, it's too late to go. I need to get toilet paper, and it's too late. And then they would have like a few. Oh. Little these rolls. are nicer restaurants. Yeah, where they like expect a, you not to do this. Exactly. There's like a few rolls on the back of the toilet that are all wrapped up and nice, and you just like tuck one in your bag. Oh my god! And gosh. then you tip a little extra to the waiter, who yeah. then goes in the bathroom and steals from their own work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember doing this that. This is why all the restaurants are going out of business. Yeah, because I stole toilet paper three times. Yeah, in 2011 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, okay. I mean, this hypothetical, I can't imagine anybody listening is doing anything other than what we're saying is stick it out for a little while and get your free clothes. Yeah. This seems like pretty cut and dry. Yeah. I mean, what else is the other option? Wear tuxedo every single day? What are you, a butler? Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, not to offend any butlers that may or yeah. may, may not be listening. Any Anybody butling. Do people still have butlers? Yeah. They have nannies. Yeah. There's I butlers. Like butler's gone. I think there are butlers. They probably have different names. Uh, I mean, what... You, well, the White House has butlers. Okay. So we have one house in the United States that has a butler. <laughs> I can't imagine that there are butlers anymore. I, I think there are a small amount of butlers. What is... Is there a butler school? How do you become a butler? I don't know. I don't know. Nannies are like babysitters, right? Yeah. And the, do they're they like, clean? No, they're they're childcare. So what's a what's the female version of a butler? Well, I think you could be a female butler. You can. I mean, in I would say in popular culture, there's always like the butler and the housekeeper. Housekeeper. And they like run the estate. So yeah, I think that we have come further in society that now we maybe have housekeepers, but I don't think there are even male housekeepers. Well, I, yeah, there are. Male don't get men don't get to keep the house. They keep the grounds. Groundskeeper. Oh, keeper. I think that this is still a very um Yeah. What's it called when it's divided by sex? I don't know. Okay. I think it's that. I think it's like how now we start to have male nurses. Mm-hmm. I feel like there aren't any male housekeepers. Now there there have been male nurses for a while. <laughs> no, but now it's more commonplace. Yeah. It's far more commonplace now. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like it's a very gendered role. The butler. Gendered, that's gendered, it. Gendered, yeah. I don't think that there are, are, maybe I'm wrong. I would love to know if anyone's seen a male housekeeper. But if as there we is know a from female the way that butler, I shop, If there's a female butler or a male housekeeper listening, please write in. We'd love to hear about your work. Exactly. This is what I want to know. But I think butlers are gone. I think that either you're so rich. I think there's a handful. That you have assistance, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I feel like it's giving away. You can't just have one dude in white gloves walking around your house. I don't trust them. Stealing all the toilet paper, trying to shove it in his book bag. (laughs) I don't think a butler has a book bag. I mean, okay, so I'm going to look really weird on the subway in my tuxedo with my book bag going to this stupid office job. You got to think about that. The commute. Yeah. You're commuting in tails and a top hat. Unless you can change at work. There's no way you could change your work. Not with these rules. Yeah, that's true. You got to wear a ball gown on the two mm-hmm. train <laughs> and transfer. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. So there's another thing. Could I even do this a month? I might bail. I might jump ship right away. I think I would do it six months. Six months? Yeah. Why six? Uh, so I could experience the seasons. Because I feel like, cert- like spring, no what problem. What a thoughtful response. I feel like spring, no problem. Winter, no thanks. Winter is easier than summer. Well, yeah, true. But I'm thinking about like if like shoes. Can shoes. I? Yeah. You know, like do mm-hmm. I have to wear heels and mm-hmm. fancy shoes or can I wear winter boots? Like am I trudging through snow in a ball gown? I don't. Th- I would hope not. Yeah, I don't know. I would hope not. All right, Grace, let's take a quick break. Then we'll come back with our grievances. All right. Here we are, back again, grievance time. Do you have something? I do. What is it? It's the rugs. 
What's you, wrong with the rugs? Nothing is wrong with the rugs. I really like the rugs. I like them too. You, they tie everything together. They do, but you just got hyper focused, and all of a sudden we're like, we need rugs in the house. It was like I felt dire to me. It felt like immediate. Like this needs to happen now. Like well, we I need got- to make these decisions. You like pulled some up in the morning, and then an hour later, like, have you gotten to look at the rugs yet? And I was like, no, I'm working. Like I was in a meeting the whole time, and. Well, I like the rugs. I got the runner rug and I was like, this is the greatest thing. The dog <laughs> likes the rug. She's sitting on him. And then I was like, we got to get a big one to match the runner now. But now we, if we're wearing like shoes or slippers or something with a hard sole, we are like waddling down the hallway the with the runner. Yeah. yeah, with the runner so that we're not walking on it. Well, I don't want to put my shoes on the new rug. I understand. But like you we're like walking from the kitchen to where our dining table and we're just like waddling with plates. Um, well, don't waddle with the plates. I mean, don't have shoes on in the house is the real issue. I know, but, but my sometimes feet get you gotta, cold, you know, and well, sometimes shoes aren't going to keep your feet from getting cold. What are you talking about? Little slippers? Little slippers. You're not using slippers on the rug? No. Well, I mean, I respect your rug appreciation. I I thought that was the rule. No, I just try not to use the things, anything that goes out the door to step on the rug. Okay. So. I was trying, I was afraid, so. I'm trying, it's a lighter colored rug. I'm trying to get, keep this, the rug integrity intact. Yeah. Is that, am I speaking? I think so. Am I speaking right now? You are. Look, I think that it's nice to have the rug. And it's also because the floor has been so cold. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. I got the rug pad. I it got is, everything. It's big. It ties I the room together. I really enjoy the rugs. I laid on the floor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, luxury. Luxury laying on the floor. So your what your grievances with my excitement over the rug? It was just how uh, immediate this would be. It was like I a, everything it was immediate. Like, I need insulin, but like it was rugs and rug pads. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the rug was my the medicine for my brain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and just, we were like, and you were like, we need to like figure out what the right size is, and we were like mapping it out. This is how we, tape this is how we painted the back room too. Yeah. I was like, we're doing this now. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> <sighs> now we got to paint the other room because I'm on a painting one. kick. Exactly. Painting rugs, we got it all. Yeah. Real home. Totally. All right. So, what's your grievance for me? Well, my grievance now, I guess, is that <laughs> uh, lacking of rug support. But I, I guess I, I can't say it's unfair for me to say that you're not supportive of the rug because you're waddling around the runner <laughs> instead of just walking on it yeah. so i do appreciate that um oh gosh i think this is so small. it's fine if you don't have one. i have some <laughs> i have some idea but i think it's so small and i'm not entirely sure that i believe what i'm about to say okay. i think it's gonna cause a fight and so i don't oh, even good. know if i want to bring it up all right but it, i'll try okay so as i've we know as everyone knows i vacuum Mm-hmm. Floors, that's mm-hmm. my territory. It is. I'm getting rugs. I'm vacuuming. I'm sweeping. Um, sometimes, and I find this really nice when you do this. Sometimes you will like pull out the chairs or um, clean up the floors so I can vacuum yeah. through. And then other times you go, oh, you're vacuuming, and you just leave the room. And then I got to do all that stuff. Well, I'm trying to take the dog out. She's not bothered by the vacuum. She is. She yeah. absolutely is not. She doesn't like it. She is. She's totally cool with it. She appears fine, but she gets nervous. 
she lays there and is a foot away from the machine. So I can't imagine that she's bothered by it. But anyway, it's not a grievance, an active grievance. You didn't do this recently. I'm just saying that sometimes it's really nice when you'll like move the bath mats and like do the other like things where I don't have to also bend over while lugging the vacuum around and stuff. And All that right. is very sweet. And I'll nice. do better. You ugh. See, I knew that this was going to cause... Basically, what I mean to say is that it's not a real grievance. Mm -hmm. It's that usually you do this over the top nice thing <laughs> while I'm doing the chore. And sometimes you don't do that. And it's like it's it's still a nice thing. So it's not that you're doing something wrong. Uh, yeah. It's like if someone gave you like two birthday presents all the time. And uh -huh. then one year they gave you one birthday present. You'd be like, <laughs> well, now I'm sad, but this is also nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I know that it is a nice thing, and I now know that you appreciate it. I didn't always know that you appreciated it before, mm -hmm. so now I'm going to make sure that um, I help you out. I like that we came full circle and that this is somehow my fault now. It I didn't vocalize my appreciation. Well, because the vacuum's loud. It's fine, but I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that, it was, um, that it was as appreciated as it is. It absolutely is, and I then thank you. I love you. I love you, too. I have to stick to active grievances. Like you did this two <laughs> days ago. I got to stick to those because anything that's like this is going to be like, well, that's how you feel then, isn't it? it kind of it. Guess yeah. who's not the most amazing person anymore? Wow. Yeah. But I do think that you're the most amazing, wonderful person of all time. I'm not the most amazing. I can be the most wonderful, but I'm not the most amazing. Okay. I'll, I'll, we can agree to, to most wonderful then. Thank you. Oh, my new podcast. I got to yeah, plug my own podcast. Exactly. I have a new podcast, uh, which is uh, where I'm, I'm going to try to find the meaning of life by talking to people about what's meaningful to them. Mm -hmm. It's um, upbeat. It's kind of funny. Um, but these are like real interview conversations and just interesting stuff. And I have a lot of bunch of cool guests. You can find that at The Meaning of Life with Ryan Beck. Search that on your podcast. Wherever stuff. you get your podcasts. It's also on my Instagram. And uh, I think that's. I did yeah, it's it's great. It's Thank really you. interesting and funny and um, very thought provoking. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a bunch of episodes for that to come out and um, we have this and we have our new Patreon. So email the podcast, graceryanpodcast at gmail.com, the new Patreon. There's a plug at the end of this, so I don't have to say all this stuff. It's going <laughs> to come to it. We appreciate everybody listening and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, head to patreon.com slash Ryan Beck or email the podcast at graceryanpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks.